2: Winches and scallywags, rugrats over 18 years of age, prudes avert your ears and eyes. The Asylum Studio brings to you a show to bend your mind and implode your morals. Ethics be damned. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen,
1: to Chaos and Disorder. Toil, toil, toil. After a much, much needed week off. After, what, two, three straight weeks in a row. Chaos chaos and Disorder is back. I am your host with the most, the talent, Rick Flieger. And joined, as always, by the gray-haired anger generator, Wilford Brimley's doppelganger, the reason child psychologists exist, creepy Uncle Rick Briggs. And on the ones and twos, what he lacks in talent and effort he makes up for in alcohol abuse and confusion, half past too old to be this type of hipster, Rick Briggs' before photo, Mr. Alejandro Finkelstein. I was hoping I'd get a yay. I was particularly proud of that, that one. That one was excellent. Hey, head on over to Twitter at Chaos and Disorder if you want to find Rick Briggs' full review of the Fushnikin's discography. You can find all of my newest banana hammock reviews over on Facebook at Chaos and Disorder Pod. And to be a part of the show, and I don't want you muddying up the waters, reach out to our one and only, our one and only show email box at Septuagen. I can't even say that word. See, he made this one too confusing. Head on over to Septagenarian Skeezer Party at hotmail.com.
0: I would prefer oh. Asylum Football <laughs> on Gmail. What is this? Com. What I
1: told you, there's only one. <laughs>
0: or Chaos and Skeezer Party.
1: Septagenarian Skeezer Party, hotmail.com. Check it out. That's where you'll get the most immediate response. And you
0: response. know, if you got diabetes, we'll send you a <laughs> box through your door.
1: <laughs> see, I actually see. Here's what people don't know: it's the show before the show, which is actually the good show. This is crap. The, the filth that goes on that Mister Sensitive over here won't let us talk about once the microphones turn hot.
0: Well, maybe I'll tell the story that I was telling you before. We well, I don't know. That air. could be
1: dicey. Which one?
0: About the the light oh yeah, that
1: that that would make me excited. But you, you called it, as part of that story, Diabetes. I <laughs> assume you were doing shtick, and that's not how you actually say it. That's Wilford. But, but that brought Wilford into my consciousness, <laughs> yeah. and thus, and uh, you could kind of look at I mean, you're old and gray, so you have that in common. I'm
0: crotchety like Wilford. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. You you are angry.
0: I am a lot handsomer than a Wilford Doe. You think? Oh, yeah. My Lord. <laughs> Jeez, not even close. <laughs> Is that
1: the bar by which you?
0: <laughs> I mean, as I like compare Jack Elam to James Dean, and I'm James Dean.
1: Which one was Jack Elam?
0: You know, the old cowboy actor. One eye went this way and the other oh, eye went way. <laughs> I actually
1: do know who you mean. Yeah.
0: <laughs> He's hit like 9,000 yeah. kills. So you're the
1: cross-eyed guy no, or the, no. the James Dean James guy? James Dean, yeah, James Dean means something different to, to people like me and Finkelstein, but we won't go down that road. True just be careful where you search James Dean's name and how you spell it.
0: I don't have to worry. I know who James Dean well was.
1: Yeah. So and now, the, now there's a new one in there their careers while in the same milieu aren't exactly parallel if you know what I mean.
2: It's all in cinematic marvels. True. Yes. True. Cinematic film, huh?
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh lord, is there anything at all worth talking about? Let's talk oh, about God, your knee. No. Let's there, talk about that. No.
0: There's no hockey. There's no basketball. There's no football news. There's no anything.
1: Do you care about the basketball even an iota?
0: Well, a little bit because I kind of made my son talk about it a lot because he's really into the NBA. So, you know, I paid more attention to it than I normally should. And kind of proud of myself because I took the Celtics way back. You know, to take mm-hmm. this
1: thing. Yeah, well, all that painstaking research you put into and it.
0: No doubt, but I picked the Bucks last year, and he just befuddled why uh-huh. I keep picking the winners here, and I don't even. pay <laughs> You any never, mention. never
1: watch any of it. <laughs> no, this is usually the time of year I can get into it.
0: Normally, yeah. I, truthfully, I think the Warriors are going to spank them,
1: but way, uh-huh. way Boston, Bos- Boston defends. Yeah. I mean, it all comes down to Tatum. Is he healthy, and and can he average 35 a game? Because that's the formula, right, with with that defense. Now, this isn't the Warriors' teams of five, six, seven years ago. No. On a given game, you know, Curry can go out there and get hot, but he's, what, about a 38% three-point shooter this year? Not sure where he is in the playoffs. He's, I mean, obviously a threat, but not what he was. Clay Thompson still hasn't. He's been good, but he hasn't been great. I think his team's beatable. Draymond Green's going to do something stupid. He's already out there yapping already, causing a stir. He'll kick somebody in the crotch at some point and get himself <laughs> suspended again. So yeah,
0: well, he should. <laughs> it's
1: hard to say, but usually this is what I can get into. it. My problem is, you know, I tuned in Boston. Miami. Every game's a blowout. Every game. Even seven-game series, there's seven blowouts. You know – yeah, normally in, in a normal NBA season, in a normal NBA game, you don't even turn it on until there's six minutes to right. go in the fourth quarter because it just doesn't matter. Then it's going to get close, and they're going to go, and they're going to play. Now these things are over in the first six. But yeah, I turned on that one game. I think it was Miami was down 18-1 to one already. By the time yeah. I turned it on, 18-1? to one? Really? Yeah, you, you make a sandwich before
0: the game yeah. starts. And, and, you miss. and I saw one of the most ludicrous tweets ever. Um, concerning the NBA playoffs. It said, um, there's so much inconsistency in the NBA playoffs, there's too many blowouts. The travel must be getting to the players. Should they just take a central, neutral site so they don't have to go anywhere?
1: So is that to imply before 2022 they were teleporting players from arena to arena?
0: No apparently because these athletes the, the travel must just get to them but but is, every is,
1: athlete before them yeah. has traveled.
0: And in the same year, NHL is providing the best hockey I've seen in right. a long time and they're traveling from Edmonton to St. Louis right. or wherever. So why are you electronically ticking things over there?
1: Yeah, electronically ticking things Don't do that.
0: Yes I, I
2: shan't anymore. For shame please not.
0: <laughs> But that is is so stupid. The travel is affecting these 25- and 30-year-old guys playing basketball.
1: Well, and and that's stupid, too. First of all, it ain't all that far from Miami to Boston. Second of all, it wasn't the home team doing all the blowing out. You You know what I mean? It's... No, I get it throughout an 82 game NBA season, right? There's going to be games where teams just aren't interested, right? I I get that. I understand oh, yeah. that. But it's a big playoffs. right. It's a big reason I don't watch regular season NBA basketball because at the end of the day, they really don't care. But whatever, I can get it right. Eighty-two games is a lot of basketball games. So fine. But when you get in the playoffs, you find yourself down ten early and just say, "Ah, the hell with it. We'll give, We'll give her a shot Friday." You know what? What is <laughs> this? Uh, that uh, I know. If you're not getting good games, well, last year the 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 Bucks Sun series. What did end up being a five game series? I think. But every game was great. Every, right. every single game. I, that I can watch now. This year, yeah. Just, before
0: we came on air, we were talking about the Avs Blue series this, just this past week, right? Yeah, it was a 4-2 series, but every game was just knockdown drag out. It was like, yeah, St. Louis and and Colorado, they hate each other. Yeah. Like, what a series, you know. Yeah. Yeah, not basketball like you said. I mean, it was just like, okay, it's 125-86 Boston and then the next week it's or the next game it's 1990 mm. Miami I mean how does that work
1: Yeah I mean the series before and it, Phoenix goes to a game 7 and loses by 40 and could have <laughs> lost by 80 I mean I just maybe it's just <laughs> one of true. those weird years but but I would, while being a rabid basketball fan, being a very, very casual NBA fan, and they can't pull me in this year. It might just be a weird. Speaking of basketball. Speaking of let 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 our,
0: us our past winner of our fabulous prizes in our NCAA pool.
1: Okay, Pedro. Pedro, yeah.
0: I saw him on Twitter, Dave. Oh, got, I thought you
1: saw him, like, in town or nah, something.
0: Yeah, we went out to dinner at the chop shop. No.
1: Oh, you he, should. Get him some poutine. But he, he was on Twitter.
0: His he graduated high school.
1: Oh, so he's just a he, just a children's.
0: He's he just wet behind the ears, but he <laughs> knows his basketball. Pedro's
1: a children's, huh? There we go. I wonder, is it, we get in trouble for that?
0: What?
2: No, no.
1: Like gambling with minors? I
2: mean,
0: Oh, he's. I, I, I'm obviously flunked two years. Must yeah, be he's at least 19. 27.
1: He's,
2: he's twenty <laughs> and just graduated.
1: All right, well that's good. As long as he's dumb, yeah, that works in our favor, and <laughs> obviously, and he would make, to the show. Yeah, it would make the yeah, argument for we are right. Yeah, it would make the argument for him being a fan of this drivel. So, <laughs> so that's good. So, so good on you, Pedro. Yeah. I wonder. I wonder what he's doing. He's going to Harvard, Yale.
0: I don't know. Maybe we'll have to get a contact him later and find out Yeah, maybe he's going to contemplate during the summer he could
2: always call in live yeah he could what's the number yeah mr producer it's all covered up (laughs) (laughs) i knew he couldn't 215-383-3840 again that's 215-383-3840
1: i'm not convinced you said the same number twice but i'm gonna go with it just because i enjoy your fake radio voice Thank you. Give us the game show number one more time. The game show number? Oh, yeah. That's what it sounds like. Call in like. and play for a fabulous prize. Yeah. For a
2: fabulous prize on Chaos and Disorder, call two one five All right. We'll
0: let that go. See,
2: that's
1: getting, getting you. There's zero. way too many threes in there, and I can tell it's just completely bamboozling you. <laughs>
2: the, the dyslexia really <laughs> yes. is.
0: Yeah. Three, yeah, three, four. Just just press
2: three for a while, okay?
1: I don't want to burn an entire segment on this like I did last week, but I I just got to get out once again how much I cannot stand this nonsensical fantasy league that this Dunderhead has put together. I think
2: we deserve a boo. I, I don't know what you're talking about. I think it's going splendidly.
1: Hey, since the good news is, since we last talked two weeks ago, at least seven players have been drafted. So that's pretty good. We're making good progress, we're on
2: number seven.
1: <laughs> just interminable yes. nonsense and you can never take a leak right you know apparently there's 13 other <laughs> jackasses in this league who do nothing but sit there with their joint in their hand and their tongue hanging out of their mouth waiting you know, Pass, pass pass literally i can get in the car co- it takes me eight minutes to drive from work to here and I get assailed every time I do it because I'm not paying attention to the league. Am I the only one with a job? J O B, job. Am I the only one? Pretty close.
0: <laughs> it's Probably.
1: <laughs> just I maddening.
0: I mean, I work my fingers. <laughs> oh, <the> bone.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, you
0: just You so, started I mean, out
1: I'm, bone at this point.
0: I'm, t- I'm telling you. I just, I am exhausted i mean i've got a lot more years on you guys i've been i got <laughs> no a lot shit. of work <laughs> under well i
1: nails. don't know about a lot of work unless you consider alcoholism work
2: i'm just during the week sometimes i'm <laughs> offended quite frankly yeah
1: you're offended
0: <laughs> why do you find it amusing <laughs> that i'm
1: offended offend you with a 12 pound sledgehammer <laughs> So, so what do we have to do to escalate this thing, to get it where everybody only has a dollar, so then we're oh, basically just drafting?
2: We're, we're real close. No,
1: we are not. Except for
0: two I teams. I think you just roll with it. If you don't want to participate, there's a pass button. You hit pass, forget about it for four hours, and quit complaining. Well, and the
1: other thing is I continue to remove myself from the group text threads. Whoever's putting me back in can kindly stop it.
2: I'm not putting you back. I here. wouldn't put you I back am telling you, if it was paid. You know,
1: you get the bing in your in your vehicle now. You got these. <laughs> I could drive that fancy spaceship. The bing. Yeah. yeah the, the the bing It hooks, Crosby, up, it it hooks up to my radio, and then every time a text message gets through, you a bing, 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 bing. <laughs> well, I work in a place with no cellular service, right? I got Wi-Fi calling. What's the
0: difference between a bing and a ping? You know, like a submarine
1: has a ping. A ping's higher pitched. Okay. A, a Bing's more obnoxious, okay. more more call, callous.
0: And Why was Bing Crosby a smooth, velvet-voiced well, Did you ever hear about what was a going Bing? on behind
1: the scenes with Bing? He Wanted. would womp at ass is what he would do. So that was a Bing, Bing right up, upside the dome piece, if you know what I mean. Well,
0: I mean, no wonder he was happy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he got all his anger out on his family, from what I've heard. <laughs> So in that eight-mile drive I have that I mentioned before, so I'll get outside where I have the cellular service, and it will bing, ping, bling, whatever you want to say it, the whole freaking way home, and it's driving me out of my mind. Why don't you put your phone
0: on silent?
1: It, it, the, the vehicle just does it. Don't hook it up yeah, to the vehicle. It does it itself. I don't ask it to. Well, then that just means stop that, texting. Go to work. That That's what I want car you to do. Is smarter. Just than go to you. work. If you want to bid on somebody, bid on them. His, I don't need to hear his nine. His car is
0: smarter than he is. I
1: don't need fifteen <laughs> minutes of conversation. He doesn't know
0: how to work his car. <laughs> it
1: drives me insane. Still no satisfaction. I thought you got a little bit last week. I got none. I don't know if you noticed. So so last week I was taking people to task for spending all their money. I switched up my tactic to where I'm trying to spend it all, so I can just turn my phone off, go full off the grid, grizzly effing atoms, and you can just send me a smoke signal when it's time for everybody to just bid a dollar. I can't take it anymore. I think you're disgusting human being, quite it, frankly. It, it drives me nuts. And then what? We're, we're, we're two weeks away.
0: And you know, it just it breaks me. So much joy. Have you ever seen me so happy no, in the last I, few weeks? I mean, I, this is wonderful. <laughs> No. I mean, it is. And I mean, look at his chromosome. It's like red. It's like it's sunburn, but it's not. It's just you can fry an egg on it. This nonsense. I
1: can't believe you're all right with this all day with the binging and the bonging in your pocket. Well, who what? am I kidding? You're your chief among them in the text thread. LOL, JK, FMLA, whatever that bullshit. That. All that's nonsense. See, is. I'm
0: an old guy. I write out my. Oh words. no,
1: you're the you're the. I almost said the f word again. You're the gift king or the meme king or what do you call? And all the dumb pictures and the videos and all over with yeah, all over with the Twitter and the Grizzly Adams thing you're sending to everybody. You become the gift guy. You're the gift guy. I, We're gonna get you a business card, Rick Briggs, gift I, guy.
2: Know, I,
0: I do believe Alejandro. He is insane because <laughs> he, what he's saying is.
1: Holy fuck. Grizzly
0: <laughs> Adams. I haven't seen a picture of Dan Haggerty in 40
1: years. Well, whoever it is, Hillbilly Jim, I don't know who it is. But anytime anybody says anything on Twitter you like about some 1942 <laughs> rock musician, no idea you send the picture of the guy with the beer going.
2: That's Robert Redford and Jeremiah Johnson.
1: Uh, if everybody, you can't see me being this in audio, but I'm shaking my uh, head knowingly.
2: No.
0: <laughs> Was that? Was that a knowing? That was a knowing shake. Yeah, it was a knowing head nod. That looked like a total blank stare, like Charlie Manson. For God's sake, you knew nothing, but I want to kill somebody. Well, I
1: I am angry, so I'm having I'm crossing the streams, if you will. I the emotions running. Ted, and think about it. I Ted don't, Bundy, he's not. He's hes not cool under pressure. Look, he's Charlie. He goes right off, man. And, and don't forget, <laughs> we are, what, three, four weeks away, and I don't want to assail him because this is an actual legitimate league run by an actual legitimate adult. But we're three or four weeks away from the Scott Fishbowl starting. so now I got this BS going from every direction. all day long with a bing and a bong. I'm going to have to get a second phone for all the binging and bonging because my phone probably isn't equipped to handle it all. I'm huh?
0: fine with it. Ugh, yeah.
1: It's Maddening. I, I think we broke them. Make I it end. It. Just I make it you, end.
0: I think you got diabetes. <laughs> I have. It's giving me the diabetes. Speaking of diabetes. <laughs>
1: Smooth transition. <Yeah. laughs>
0: Tuesday. I had to go to the doctor. Oh. As you know, I'm getting under the knife here rather soon. Six Lobotomy.
2: Six million dollar man.
0: So... I had to go for
1: a bottom surgery, I believe they call it. Now. It was
0: a it was a neuropathy test, which neuropathy apparently is a disease of the nerves. They wanted to check
1: so not sexually transmitted.
0: It probably could be. No, it might be. I don't know. I have
1: no idea. Yeah, I'm Just making sure.
0: I'm looking out. So for anyway, you.
2: syphilis maybe?
0: No, that's not the same thing. That's, you don't know that. That's right? Swiss cheese. Are cream. you a doctor? Yes. No. Oh. All right. I He's
1: Dr. Giff. <laughs> yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. <laughs> the Giff's in the the head nodding guy. <laughs> Hate it. Stop it. Who, who you don't even know who it is, well, which stop is
0: hysterical. It. it doesn't matter who it is.
1: It's been anyway, annoying is who it it anyway, is. Anyway,
0: so I had to go to, the, to get these neuropathy tests. Now, what it is is actually a two-stage test, if, you, if you're not familiar with it. And what they do is they stick things in certain places on your legs where apparently nerves are. See,
1: right there, you put a picture of Colonel Sanders. Quit uh, pretending (laughs) like you don't do this. You you know what's really sad is he has no clue who that is. That's Colonel Sanders. He has
0: no idea who that is. That is is
1: Colonel Sanders if I've ever seen it.
0: And you know his picture, don't Uh, you? (laughs) He has no idea who it is. We're going to roll with Colonel Sanders. Yeah. So, anyway, what they do is they put these, you know, little electrode things where there's nerves. And they send electronic impulses, and apparently they wait for a signal back to the computer from the nerve. Well, if they don't get a strong enough signal, they increase the current. Fire it up. (laughs) Which hurts. (laughs) It hurts, man. Yeah. So, anyway... You feel the first one. It's like a little sting. But I found that they were not getting the signal they apparently wanted because it would hurt more. <laughs> and then it would hurt more again. And then, like, the fourth time, my foot is, like, twitching, and I'm, like, coming up off the table. And he says, you okay? I said, no, it hurts. <laughs> so Can you Balls- imagine
1: being Rick Briggs' doctor? <laughs>
2: I, no. No, he he I just so. I mean the, just the, sorry. The, the
1: agitation that it is his baseline. <laughs> now he's having a medical issue and you're in charge of it. Can you
2: imagine? And you're causing specific pain <laughs> yes. intentional and ramping it up.
0: <laughs> I think terrible. he was I think he was having fun quite frankly. <laughs> but anyway, so they did it and this took a while. I mean, you know, they went you know, from basically the thigh down to the foot. And after they do the leg that's getting the surgery on, well, we're going to do the other leg for comparison. Oh, good! <laughs> so we go through the whole process on that. So I figured, okay, he finally gets down there, and it wasn't quite as bad on on the other leg. But anyway, it still hurt. So he gets down. He goes, okay, we're done with stage one. He goes, stage two. <laughs> he shows pulls me out a these taser. <laughs> he shows me these needles. Attached to electrodes. He goes, They're going to stick these in you. And what he does is different places in your muscles, all over your legs. They stick these needles in. And the computer, it's, it's like hooked up to the computer. And it, it once it's in your muscle, it's like... Um. He goes, okay, now flex your muscle. So I flex my muscle, and the computer goes... Whoa, and it hurts like hell. So...
2: So after you hit him, what happened? So wait, quick it, question: Did your wife go with you? No, no. Okay, so did she me. she didn't pay him off for this. No, <laughs> okay,
0: no. Unless it was in secret, I not that okay. I know.
2: Prearranged, of. prearranged. pre-arranged.
0: Yeah. So anyway, that goes on for I don't know another twenty minutes. You know, sticking these needles. And the funny part is, they had you put on these paper shorts. <laughs> they looked like big boxer shorts over your underwear so your legs were bare. So I go to put, you know, when he's done, you know, I go to put my pants on, and there's like blood all over my legs. It's like, they okay. cut you? With the needles, yeah. That was really fun.
1: <laughs> there's no way this is a sanctioned <laughs> medical practice. There is just no way.
0: So, You've anyway, been hoodwinked.
1: Hi, everybody.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, Colonel Santos. <laughs> so, anyway, he comes back in, and he's looking at the thing. He goes, well, he says, um, you do have neuropathy. And I said, okay, what's that? He goes, well, it's a disease of the nerves.
1: And not sexually transmitted.
0: That's and I, I said, okay, you know, I, mean, I don't like the sound of that. I said, what does that mean? You know, And he goes, well, he goes, it's really mild. And he says, it looks like you've had it for a long time. So I'm sitting there thinking, okay, I've had it for a long time. You know, I don't feel any really any different so and to be fair you've been alive a really
1: long time So said, a long time for, relative i said
0: so is it in both legs he goes yes it's symmetrical great okay well you know it's pretty consistent i said well, what causes that he says, well there's a number of factors of course and he goes um it could be diabetes diabetes <laughs> you know well i don't have diabetes you know because i never had liberty send me a box so <laughs> I, <laughs>
1: So, it wow, makes sense you, now.
0: Yeah, how I know you right?
1: remember the the product name? That's that's impressive <laughs> exactly. recall.
0: And then so he says it could be lack of uh, vitamin B. I think it was six or twelve or maybe both something like that. So I'm thinking, you know, I eat red meat. Yeah, I eat meat. That's all the You know, I got plenty of vitamin B. He says it could be lack of folic acid. And I'm sitting there thinking, okay, that's a possibility because I have no clue what that is. He says or. He says, one of the one factors is, is it could be a period of alcohol abuse.
2: <laughs> oh, no. And
0: I said, Bob, obviously oh that's not God. the case. So <laughs> well, there it Pat, is. Then Pat Sajak walked out <laughs> <laughs> Atlanta you know, lit, you know, lit up the thing there. And...
1: We have hit on it. We have found the cause. Well done. But well done, to done, Bob. Just a note. That hurts. So so you've never had the pleasure. So I not to this level. There was no paper shorts and no blood taken from <laughs> no blood letting. But when I had my ACL done a few years ago, I had the same thing happen in my what what's this your thigh, your quad? Is it the same thing? Your it, leg. it wasn't doing what it was supposed to do coming off the surgery with through all my cuz that was like the test to get you off the crutches is that had to get built back up cuz you know, I had one big fat leg and one skinny one for a long time. And so they did the same thing. Now, they didn't stick the probes that drew the blood and the leeches and whatever bullshit (laughs) archaic thing you're going through. But they were doing that, and I wasn't feeling nothing. Wasn't feeling nothing. he says, all right, well, we're going to have to do a baseline, something about pain threshold. I'm thinking, hell, yeah. I'm like, Iron Man, that's right. you you got nothing on me. So he goes and jams that thing in my good leg and about levitates me (laughs) off the table. And so then the fortunate part of that, then because it wasn't responding because the nerve was dead, the exercise was too dangerous because I couldn't feel stuff or whatever. So my physical therapy consisted of me going in there, paying them money to sit down on the table, have them hook me up to something that looks like a battery charger for your garage, and just hammer that thing every 15 seconds. So I imagine it's like those moments leading up to your execution four times a minute for 30 minutes. It was awful. You're just sitting there white-knuckling, here it comes, here it comes, all not yet. Oh, damn! Oh,
2: I hated that so bad. You have to make sure you watch what you eat before you go. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, because something's going to come sliding out. I don't understand the paper shorts, though. Why couldn't you just be in your drawers? Yeah.
0: What? I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 That I – don't know, but they, they were quite snappy. I mean, it would have probably went from anywhere fitting your daughter to Abdullah the Butcher. Oh, I mean,
1: <laughs> <laughs> One were, size fits yeah, all? You betcha. <laughs> did it have a drawstring
0: in them or something? Oh, no, but the elastic was like a uh. snappo. I mean, <laughs> you know.
1: Did you get to keep them?
0: I could have, but I threw them away. No, you
1: should have brought them. you got to start wearing them to the studio. That's that the new required nice, yeah. uniform. I'll tell you what, that's our next prize. <laughs> Call in and we will send anybody who calls in. Before the end of the show, a box of these paper shorts. And we could start we could start the paper short mafia. That's what we'll be. Those will be our listeners. We'll have paper T shirts made and everything.
2: Yeah. That'll really catch on. Thanks. If you (laughs) join our OnlyFans page, you can get Game Worn Rick Friggs. Oh, game worn. (laughs) Yeah,
0: game
1: worn. See now I am obsessed with starting the paper shorts mafia. I I think we we have to have that. Just send us a picture at Chaos and Disorder of you and your paper shorts letting us know you're one of us. I like it. And we'll awesome. send you the paper. How much could paper shorts possibly cost?
0: Oh, I'm on it. In hospitals? Oh, yeah, you probably paid $7,000 yeah. for them. Yeah. But if I
1: just went on Amazon, I could probably buy some.
0: Well, let's see. You leave yeah. we're in a
1: half an hour in this nonsense The Memorials this week. No Dustin Johnson, though. No Dustin
0: Johnson. Well, I'll tell Jones. you what. Let's
1: sell some coffee and come back. I know you have a story you want to read on that. So... Fear not, Finkelstein, we're going to take it easier on you here. We just need a little music, a little soft music in the background. music. Because what we do for our clients, and reach out at septuagenarian Party at hotmail.com if you want to advertise here on the show. If you send it in, we will forgo the pre-taped, and Rick Briggs will give you a live read. That's right, because, you know, right
0: now we're going to talk about Dead Sled Coffee. And, you know, Dead Sled, they have some of the craziest flavors if you think about it you know some of the stuff that they they mix together but but it's just fantastic coffee well what they've come up with um, this month is mystery boxes oh and we dumped a bunch of bags of coffee into bins and randomly selected to make limited amounts of coffee mystery boxes so what happens is for 50 bucks, you get four bags of randomly chosen Dead Sled coffee and a coffee mug, a Dead Sled coffee mug. Ooh,
1: so to imply Dead Sled doesn't even know what it's going to be. Exactly. But it's going to be good.
0: It's good. It's going to be Dead Sled coffee. So go to
1: deadsledcoffee.com and, um, you know,
0: let's try some of the missing. You know, Finkelstein, get on that.
2: There's great news. Oh. They just sold out. Of the mystery boxes. Wow,
0: you have got to be kidding! Me. How about kid them? We not. just got because of that email live
2: read this
1: afternoon. It was yep. that live read right there pushed it over the top.
2: But they are doing more mystery boxes in the near future. All right, so check deadsledcoffee.com
0: and make sure you stay up to date with the mystery boxes because obviously this is this is a killer promotion and they don't last long because I literally got the email today in the real email box not not the um, septuagenarian no, 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 skeezer party no, no. at hotmail.com <laughs> The the one that actually our advertised. oh like our business of, address yes. not exactly.
1: for the listeners okay exactly. yeah yeah we do we do have a business but do it one. go
2: to deadsledcom check it out check yeah. them out on Instagram Twitter and Facebook as well
1: yeah I bet they don't gif all day with the, the beard and the head nod
0: you know let's jump to our story from our favorite
1: Golf journalist, Kyle Porter. <laughs> can I cut you off just real quick? I'll let you get back to yeah. this. You weren't lying. I generally assume whatever you're saying is BS. So I'm on Amazon perusing the paper shorts because I'm now obsessed with starting right. the paper short mafia. Here's the size. You can choose between a 22 between <laughs> a twenty-two and 38 inch waist. <laughs> I told you. If you're a little on the heftier side, between 24 and 42 inches. <laughs> And here's my favorite in the premium sky blue, waist 24 to 48 inches.
0: Wow! See, mine was navy blue, so I, I didn't get to the to the sky blue ones at least. But uh.
1: disposable garments, boxers, shorts for men and women, disposable spa underwear. Here's my favorite one: travel. Is that to imply you can't wear linen shorts to travel? That when you're getting on that airplane, paper shorts are the only solution. <laughs>
2: I, I don't know. Were, were they, like, really comfy? Like, long car rides?
0: Oh, yeah, they were wonderful. You couldn't even feel them. <laughs> I, I didn't and even they, touch anything. I'll tell you what. Road trip.
1: Paper shorts mafia, yeah. baby.
0: There we go. All right, I back bet. back to golf. I bet. Yeah, back back to golf. And um, Kyle Porter wears them, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? As much as he travels, wouldn't you? Well, that's true. I mean, yeah. if that
1: is required travel apparel, he's I all mean, over the country. Exactly.
0: But, you know, we do a lot of bashing on uh, Kyle, but, you know, this, he makes a lot of sense in this. You know, Dustin Johnson we talked about, $125 million offered to him to play on the LIV tour. I don't know what. I don't know if they call
1: it live, live, or I mean, it's the L I V tour that Saudi. That's new. It was always the Saudi tour, That's what and then I just it like was, yeah. this week, they started calling it live L I V. Right. What would that be in Roman numerals? Fifty. Fifty four. I don't know what it's yeah. supposed to be, but that just sort of appeared out of nowhere.
0: But anyway, one hundred and twenty-five million dollars, and you know, a lot of people think he's going to get a lot of backlash. But you know, like Kyle Porter said, I mean, like I said, we'll, we'll give him credit. It makes a ton of sense. If he can make $125 – now, he's been playing. He's age 37. He's made $74 million over the course of his career. If he can get $125 million right now and still can play in the four majors, right? that is just a no-brainer. I mean, why wouldn't he? Oh, for him, yeah. For anybody. I mean, you know, think about it. I mean, even if you're a – yeah, you, know, you, you say, you know, one of the middle-of-the-road stars that maybe in his career has made $25 million, and he's offered $50.
1: Right, right.
0: Well, if I get $50 million bucks, I can still hmm. play in the majors. Why not?
1: You offer me $27.50 and a 10-pack of paper shorts, brother, I'll be on the first thing that flies out of here. Well, yeah, but then you'd shoot 174 and go home. Hey, I got my paper shorts and I got got enough for dinner. I'm there. I'm in.
0: Now, the funny thing is, it's obvious, you know, well, it's the Saudi money, it's the oil money, et cetera, et cetera. What happens if these stars go over and play and whatnot and – they're not getting a return in their on their jack how long do these offers stick around well, you know what i'm saying they're gone
1: as quick as they come well man. that's
0: the point i mean it is i mean that is it's one thing to have a tournament say like the phoenix open we used to have pga tournaments well i mean for an entire year before that you know the the tournament director and, and the managers and so forth are scouring the surrounding areas for sponsorships because mm-hmm. that's where your purse and everything right, comes right. from, right? So and so if you're say Rick Fligger and I own I don't know three State Farm insurance agencies, yeah, I'll give you twenty grand. Not a big deal if the, if the tournament flops. That's fine. You're at twenty grand, not doing it next year right, or whatever. Yeah. But they're dumping millions and millions into this thing,
1: and you know, is it, there's no guarantee of return? No, and and I guess <laughs> what they haven't announced, right? Who who are the TV partners here? I mean, I, I am curious where they're getting the return on investment to this, uh, right? Because you wonder, right? Because you think. Every major network at this point has ties to the PGA Tour, and we know how the PGA Tour feels about this. They're threatening to find, suspend players, right. tell them, you play in an event there, you can't play in another PGA Tour event, which I think Dustin Johnson will be the first test of that, right? What if Tiger comes out and says, yeah, you know what, I'm going to go over there and do it. You're going to find out real quick. They can start playing a game of chicken there. But that anyhow, so we know the PGA tours taken a hard line against this. So I would think then that eliminates ESPN, CBS, NBC. Does Fox still do the U.S. Open? I mean, I, I think every network has their hands in the PGA. Well, that's not the PGA Tour, I well, guess. The US, Open, the, the U.S. US Open, that's the USGA. USGA. The
0: U.S. Open the USGA. The British Open is the Royal and Ancient. Right. So, I mean, there's two of the majors right there that are – you know, above and beyond what the PGA
1: Tour decides to do. So, No, it would be interesting, you know, you talk about Dustin Johnson being able to play the four majors. In theory, if he holds the line here, Dustin Johnson wouldn't be able to play in next year's PGA. I mean, he could play in the other three, right? The Masters does whatever the hell they want. Oh. U.S. Opens, U.S.GA, and the British Opens, whatever nonsense is going on over across the palm. But I would think you could be held out of the PGA Championship, which is the nubbiest of the majors, but well, it's still a major. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, it is a major championship,
0: and obviously any golfer would want to win it. Um, but it's not the Masters. It's not the U.S. Open. And it's certainly no. not the British Open. No. And, you know, so – you know, they're, they're kind of up against the wall. They want to be hardline against it. Right. So, right. I don't know. It, it's going to be strange. It's going to be tough if 25 or 30 of the top guys start playing over there during the tour. I mean, because now the tour is going to start losing money. They're going to start losing the television deals and so forth. So, I don't know. It, it, this is just something to watch.
2: Are you ready for the LIV? What is that? Not me. Where's that coming from? I
1: don't know. (laughs) That was weird. Nonetheless. (laughs) Sure,
0: why not? Maybe nobody's ready for the LIV. Well,
1: there's more noise. Where's it all coming from?
0: I don't know.
2: It's yours. Is it me? Yes. Nope, not me. I don't see anything. L-I-V, it's, it is the Roman numeral for 54, which has two meanings. 54 is the lowest score you could shoot if you were to birdie every hole on a par-72 like course. Like
1: Kim Jong-un, or was that ill? One of them. Un. Un. Yeah,
2: one of them. They, they were good. They one actually, of them. They were oh, yeah. great. So, there is an aspirational aspect. That's insane. Oh, it the... must
1: be storming. The lights just bling up. Yeah. Oh, here we go. If We get knocked off the air.
2: It is also the number of holes to be played in each event oh. per So not
1: even Norman. a 72-hole tournament. Oh, see, and so you're getting $125 million for ca- three-quarters of the I work. I mean,
2: candy asses, right? <laughs> the chaos and disorder opens more than that.
1: That's true. There's oh, yeah, three nines. We- <laughs> you're playing 27 a day, baby.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> three yeah, nines. Right. We need to get to – there it is. We're going to have the chaos and disorder open. Our only requirement, paper shorts. <laughs> yeah, you playing paper shorts, yeah, right? <laughs> that is awesome. It is all coming together. Finally, <laughs> we've hit our stride. You can come over, you win the tournament, you get automatic memberships into the paper shorts mafia. I mean, it's just everybody wins. You
2: get your T-shirt, the whole deal. Fifty-one episodes, and we finally did it,
0: man. I tell you what, that is
2: that's
1: brilliant.
0: It is. <laughs> I, I mean, Crendale's going to
1: be butt-sized when they hear about this. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, I, yeah. There, I think the manager. He's probably on the phone right now. <laughs> he might, right be, there. He might be telling the whole. Oh, on.
2: hey, there is a call. Is it this? But oh, uh, Did we miss it? Yeah, that's yeah. on me. That was probably Crendell, You're right.
1: Yeah, yeah. They were calling in. Oh, and, way to yeah. go. We don't do business on the show. So send it in, septuagenarian skeezer party <laughs> at hotmail.com, and Finkelstein will call you back.
2: Indeed.
0: Okay, I had I did a little
1: research. Oh, believe it or not, Whoa. Mister, you must spend extra time on the toilet this week. Yeah, that's where I do all my research.
0: So I got to thinking, um, you know how things just with all this money and everything, everything is just so inflated,
1: right? True, I, I've heard this. I'm given to understand. So I,
0: I got the I got to thinking about, you know. Um, money being won, you know, how everything just seems to go up. Well, you know, Tiger's the leading money winner on the PGA Tour and so forth. So I got to thinking, what about per year? What okay. is the record for a year? So, I, you know, I dot on the old internet. Of course, everything you find on the internet And it's
1: got to be true, absolutely. Yeah.
0: But anyway, number one, according to this, was Jordan Spieth, which was over $12 million.
1: Now, this is just winnings.
0: But I, elimin- I eliminated him
1: because oh, didn't count.
0: It was a ten million dollar bonus for winning the FedEx. Oh cup. yeah, the so FedEx. That, that, yeah, that's saying. Okay. So I kind of threw that one out. So then I rolled up to number two, and that was Scotty Scheffler, as of right now. No. Oh. <laughs> uh, okay. Good year. <laughs> Well, it's um, – after entering the 20 – see, it's kind of weird because the the years flip-flop. Yeah. It's not like it used to be from January to December. Right. They kind of – we're having a storm here, ladies and gentlemen. But anyway so – All I, right,
1: so, yeah, if th- there'll be an d- awkward cut there. We yeah. lost power here in the studio. Apparently, the world is coming to an end outside, so the live broadcast is off the air. We've got a weird squeal, but uh, welcome back in to yeah. Chaos and Disorder.
0: Right. But anyway, so then um, Vijay Singh won $10,905,000 at the age of 41 in 2004. You know, he won the PGA Championship and eight other tour events. Oh, I remember that year, yeah. He won nine. So, I mean, that was really the most legitimate one because that was that was in a golf year. And did we just go off the air again? Nah, that was
1: just okay. the live the live Got feed you. kicking us off. I don't see us getting back in it. I don't think so the internet's back. even back up yet.
0: So I tried to go back and the best year that I could find was 1974 when Johnny Miller set the then record of $353,000. <laughs>
1: <laughs> for a year. I wonder what that is in today's money, though. Well, oh, you did the calculation. I did
0: the calculation. Look at you On go. That. But I only used his wins because I couldn't calculate the seconds of threes of right, right. fourth, and yeah. fifths. Just his wins in 1974, and and most of those tournaments are still around. Westchester has turned into Northern Trust, and I mean, you know, they kind of some of them have changed, but just his wins. Would have been ten million nine hundred and forty six thousand dollars, just to f- wins, nothing else. I mean, that was an that's an incredible yeah. year. I mean, that
1: you know, so because that's back when frankfurters cost a nickel. Yeah,
0: <laughs> exactly. Hamburgers cost a quarter. Mm, that's right. Beers cost forty cents. Back when I was a kid, when
1: I was your age.
0: <laughs> Look at him. He he just. Staring. I think the electricity got to
1: him. He's chomping at well, the bit. He wants uh, to get through the next break so he could do his USFL update.
2: Well, No, I thought that that light over there was on prior to, and now it's not.
1: Well, Maybe it's not. Maybe we had a power surge, blew that light light out.
2: How am I supposed to see in the booth? See what? What? Wait, you got diabetes or what? <laughs> I got neuropathy. You, you can't
1: <laughs> yeah. yank it in the it's dark. I would diabetes. hope that's what you normally do anyhow.
2: Well, I mean,
1: yeah. Right. So, speaking of which, should we sell some sandwiches? Let's sell some sandwiches, right.
0: and I, I had some other good stuff. Oh, other good stuff.
2: No, I mean we can save the best for last. You, uh, you, you can no.
1: <laughs> I don't understand this aversion to the USFL update. It's the only reason anybody's tuning well, in. You're I not getting am, it anywhere else.
0: I am starting to, to to warm up to it. We are the official USFL <laughs> podcast,
1: without a doubt. Well,
0: in Birmingham.
1: Apparently the power outage has taken in away our commercial Birmingham. here. You are fake news. I certainly am not. That is what happened. Where in the world? There we well, go. Well,
0: I'll pad here while you're trying to find a commercial. I got it. I show. got it. Yeah. You set it down. So Fifteen minutes later, what, you 15, act like I was
1: being impatient. Fifteen minutes. are sitting Play here in it. the dark. I am holding this thing together with duct yeah. tape and popsicle sticks <laughs> exactly. we, every time the sprinkles outside we lose power i got a producer the only thing he can produce is methane over there it's a nightmare but hey eat at the chop shop we're going to tell you how right now
0: we would like to take this opportunity to tell you about our sponsor and friends the chop shop in butler pennsylvania the chop shop is leading the way in the western pennsylvania area for good eats With fresh menus, great specials, in-house made desserts, and the recently added iced tea, lemonade, and milkshake bar, you're sure to find something to fulfill that craving or hankering, and even a little something extra for that sweet tooth. Yep, they even have gluten-free and vegetarian options as well. You know, between Facebook, Google, Yelp, and TripAdvisor, they average 4.7 out of 5, and that's over a 10-year span, so they are consistently killing it. You can check them out on Facebook but also at chopshopbutler.com or do yourself a favor and visit them at 108 North Main Street, Butler, Pennsylvania and tell them Flieger and Briggs sent you.
1: I don't know how far telling them Flieger and Briggs sent you will get you, but nice to let them know you heard it here anyhow.
0: Exactly. You You know, Billy's a pretty nice guy.
1: He is. He is. We're about due for a food drop, I think. We can
2: we can probably arrange that. Getting
1: about that time. I I need to get my butt down there. I haven't been down there in a hot minute. I gotta get down. For a while there. I was on a good run about every Friday, and I've gotten out of the habit. Well, since we are the official
0: USFL podcast in the entire country. (laughs) We'll try and not be so hot this week. Oh. Yes, please not. Soothing music. We know it's exciting. Live from Birmingham, <laughs> it's Alejandro Finkelstein's report on the USFL.
2: Thanks, Mr. Briggs. <laughs> you should do that so again. Yeah. we mean this? Yeah. yeah. There we go. Thank hmm. you, Mr. Briggs. Last week, week seven, the USFL saw New Jersey Generals at Tampa Bay Bandits in Birmingham. Birmingham. The Generals toppled the Bandits 20-13. In Birmingham. New Orleans Breakers at Michigan Panthers in Birmingham. New Orleans, of course, broke the Panthers 31-27. You hear what he
1: did there? The Breakers broke the Panthers. That's good. That's good radio.
2: Birmingham Stallions stay undefeated. Just lay in the wood to the Pittsburgh Maulers.
0: You know, you like the Maulers, oh, if damn I remember. It, damn it, damn
1: it. Oh, did he pick the Maulers? Uh, yeah, always <laughs> Yeah. Are they still 0 for? One for? One, no, 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 oh, one, 1 and 6. Oh, 1 and 6. All right. right. Yeah,
2: yeah,
0: yeah. You know, they can make a, a run here. You get to 3 and 6, might get them in. Who knows? Is
1: that what they play?
2: Nine regular season games? 10. 10. Oh, oh
0: gee, maybe they get to 4 and 6.
1: Ooh.
2: Wow. And then we had Philadelphia Stars at the Houston Gamblers. In Birmingham. <laughs> So stupid. <laughs> the stars went for the ace in the hole and got 35 to Houston's 24. So that means they won. Correct. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I'm all about that action, boss. In, in Birmingham. I'm just about that action, boss. And here we are. The week that Mr. Briggs said that the USFL would fold. <laughs> week eight. <laughs> finds the Pittsburgh Maulers at New Jersey Generals in Birmingham. Thank you. Thank you. We're <laughs> We're going to take the Maulers, of course. Plus 310. <laughs> plus 310. Take the under though because well,
0: <laughs> they'll probably get shut out. <laughs> Correct.
2: Then we in Birmingham. In Birmingham. We, then we have New Orleans breakers at Birmingham Stallions.
1: Oh. In Birmingham. I think New Orleans gets broke this
2: week. Well, they got their breakers broken tightly previously in this matchup. Damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it. Take Birmingham because they're playing at home. <laughs> in Birmingham. In Birmingham. <laughs> and the over, which is 44.5. We have Michigan at Philadelphia. In Birmingham. 190. Stupid. (laughs) Plus 190. Take the Panthers. This goes much smoother when you're not around. I mean, this
0: stick was cute for a while, but it's
2: Also take the under. Why?
0: Well, because they suck.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Then finally, we have the Houston Gamblers at Tampa Bay. In Birmingham. Thank you. Take Tampa Bay. Giving five and a half.
1: I, I disagree. <laughs> you don't get to disagree. <laughs> he is the foremost
2: USFL expert in the country. <laughs> and the over 44.5. Again in Birmingham. In Birmingham. The week eight schedule parlays. The week that Mr. Briggs said the USFL would die, but is powering through with vigor. Big.
0: I will laugh with glee if they decide to fold after
2: this week. The, hey, we're going to Canton. Canton? Why?
1: What are you doing there? And When you go to
2: Birmingham? No, because the championship game is played in... Canton?
1: Canton, Ohio. So what? They play the whole damn season in Birmingham. In Birmingham. And in the, and the first Birmingham game that matters, they off. pick it up and take oh, yeah.
2: Sorry, Birmingham. Screw you. <laughs> Thanks. But it'll be all right because Birmingham will be in the championship game. But not in but Birmingham. not in
0: Birmingham. Correct. In Canton. Correct. I'll have to get you saying in Canton. Yeah. How well, we just do for that, that one doesn't...
2: week. I mean, you got four more weeks to go.
0: That's true. So it's going to be an exciting countdown. Do, how many teams make the playoffs? Four?
1: He has no idea. Six. <laughs> out of Six eight? Six out of eight. Yep. Are you lying? I am. <laughs> 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 it's four. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, come on. <laughs> Stupid show. Jeez.
1: That, that's
2: hey. But what other podcast is giving you these incredible well, that's true.
1: So, have you done the math? If someone were to have bet with you since the beginning of this, where are they sitting? Oh, I'm up a nickel. A, a whole nickel. Nice.
2: No One Frankfurter.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. From 1923. You know, I, I came across a very interesting article. Well, I'll be the judge of that. And, you know, it, it's true that ath- athletes and athletics it's are getting better. True. More modern, you know, bigger, right. bigger, stronger, so forth. But the science, the head science writer for Sports Illustrated, ah, yes.
1: David Epstein. Oh, yeah, Mr. Epstein, yeah. Not that Put one. this out. This is like. Um, <laughs> it's an unfortunate name. must now. have been
0: about two, 2015, 2016, something like that. And he, they, he was doing a lot of um, research trying to. As
1: researchers are wont to do.
0: Well, no, he's a science writer.
1: Oh.
2: Didn't
0: say science researcher. Well, isn't
2: uh, if you one would in listen to what I said? If somebody else does the research and just goes, "Hey, but write anyway, this up." Here
0: are a few facts.
2: <laughs> oh, facts! I like facts. That, that he
0: discovered through time. Okay, and the improvement of athletes. All right. Okay. In nineteen, thir- or, excuse me, in two thousand thirteen, Usain Bolt. Ran a 9.7, 700. 1936, Jesse Owens was 10.2. And
1: that was considered, like, unthinkable at that time, wasn't it?
0: Right. Then he started comparing. And, of course, you know, Usain Bolt had blocks to put his feet against. Mm, mm-hmm. And he ran on the specially fabricated carpet that they use on the, on the track. Owens had a garden trowel to carve out starting holes in the surface made of cinders.
1: <laughs> now, cinders—is that like cement or like? No,
0: it was ash. burnt, burnt ash. Okay, they, they're kind of hard. Actually, when I was in high school, our track had cinders for the first year or so. Okay, so it was like
1: hardened, like.
0: Yeah, it was like hard, but it was loose. Okay, it okay. was loose. I guess yeah, that's yeah. what I was getting at. Yeah.
1: I, for some reason, I couldn't come to the word loose for right. some reason.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Think of pea gravel.
1: Pea gravel. Yeah. Okay.
0: Exactly. But anyway, a biomechanical analysis determined that the added energy stolen from Owens' legs alone would have reduced the distance Owens was behind Bolt from 14 feet to less than half a stride.
1: No kidding.
0: Yeah. And so he furthered some of this analysis. 1954, Roger Bannister broke the four-minute mile, okay? 1,314 runners had done it by 2013.
1: Including Alejandro
2: Finkelstein. Twice on a Sunday.
0: Yeah. Of course, Bannister also ran on cinders. Through the same biomechanical analysis, it was determined that cinders cause a runner to be 1.5% slower through the length of, of, of a mile. So, what that did, you know, applying that to the 1,314 runners that had run the sub-four-minute mile, it cut it down to 530, which means less than 10 men per decade were breaking the four-minute mile.
2: I don't know if I would have done it.
1: In Roger Bannister's time.
2: No, no. since...
1: If the if they were running in his right, time, yes, right? Yeah, okay, exactly yeah. with with his equipment and the, right, and the cinders exactly. and the looseness and the such.
0: And and of course, you know, pairing that with the, the training of, of today, where Bannister was a professor, um, he trained forty five minutes a day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, he could run the mile ten times, though. Think about it, eleven.
0: <laughs> exactly. There, you, there you, you go. Run
1: eleven miles and get back to work. Egghead.
0: <laughs> now, then that, they that went back even just a little further, like 1902. Everybody, you know, in, up through probably about 50 years, you know, they thought that the ideal body type for athletic competition was the medium build. You know, because, like, if you were a medium build, you could be good at shot putting and you could be good at running. Okay. And so forth like that. So... What happened was, you know, a shot putter now, back in the day, a shot putter and a runner were basically the same size. Now a shot putter is 130 pounds heavier than a runner.
1: Well, yeah. yeah. But
0: not only that.
1: I mean, not gy- a neck among them.
0: Yeah, exactly. But but not only that, not only were some of the athletes getting bigger for certain events, the gymnasts, the average height was five foot three back it was like 1930s or 40s they went shrunk to 49 you know, and they and they were like seeking out these body types right, yeah. for these certain events and so forth the average person equates who who's the best okay i'll just ask you guys who do you consider like what country has the best distance runners
1: Oh, distance runners, long distance. Was it Ethiopia? Yeah, uh, Klo- one of those Kenya. Yeah, that's what right. I was thinking of. One of one of those African nations. And that's yeah. what
0: he said. The average the the average person. He Are they placed- in Africa?
1: or Did I completely? No, no, that. you're right. Uh, thinking- he's looking <laughs> up into the sky like I said something it's in really Africa. stupid.
2: No, I instantly started thinking of uh, NOD. I went WWE. NOD. Nation of Domination. Oh, okay. <laughs>
0: You got diabetes. So, anyway, (laughs) diabetes in the brain. Yeah. So, anyway, the average person equates Kenyans to great distance runners. Okay. The Kenyans consider the Kalogen tribe of Kenya as great distance runners. In fact, they make up only 12% of the Kenyan population because they come from a unique geographical location. And throughout time, they have grown to have long, this is is weird, long skinny legs because they do a lot of running in arid areas and high altitudes, okay? Um, The example of this is 17 American men in history ran the marathon under 2 hours and 10 minutes. That seems fast. Well, it is. But in October of 2013, 32 collagen men died. So, I mean, you know. So, they're
1: just saying, hold my beer, Yankee. <laughs>
0: exactly. Well, I guess his whole point, and, and one more example was weird body types started to develop. Okay?
1: Like Michael Phelps.
0: Exactly. Michael Phelps is six foot four, And Hashim El-Garouche, I, I apologize if I mispronounced his name, but he's a world mile holder in 2013 he's five foot nine they have the same inseam <laughs> wow exactly so which is means phelps th-
1: short-legged or is the other guy long-legged no
0: which means phelps torso and arms are extremely long yeah well
1: they said he was built like a fish basically wasn't he
0: <laughs> that's that's the whole point of the yeah. thing is, and that's what he was trying to say it's not that Man is developing into a new species. It's like that they have gotten so technical. It's like, gee,
1: you look like a fish, yeah, Rick. We're better at finding the people. Yeah, you're yeah. going to swim. Oh, here we go again. Yeah, yeah, we're <laughs> oh, having a storm here. Oh, what's going on yeah. out there? It's been a half an hour of this.
0: And you're four foot nine, so you're not going to do a shot put. You're going to no. do gymnastics right. or anything.
1: Yeah, yeah, you know.
0: So it, that was just very interesting on how. The modernization of equipment and training and everything has improved oh, yeah. things. But it's they've gone from just – it's just not men getting together comp- competing. Sorry, my wrist lost. Oh, I thought up. he was
1: telling
2: you to hurry it along. Yeah, well, I, it. I was I waiting for no you to right? snap. I got so excited. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just wondering uh, when will the curling body types oh. evolve?
1: Well, I some of those Swedish curling teams and the Swiss curling teams, there's a body type, and, and I don't hate fins. it. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of track, can you explain the triple jump to me? What the hell is the derivation of that? That doesn't Wait, even make sense.
0: It used to be a. It used to be called a hop, skip, and a jump. Ah,
1: see, that makes more <laughs> well, sense. I'm
0: serious. I mean, you used to have to hop on one foot. Yeah. And then you would, like, I don't know what the difference between a hop and, like, a skip is, and then it would be, like, the regular jump at right. the end. And that's what it was. Now it's just a triple jump. But but all they do is they they run and they take these huge steps and then jump into the pit. Yeah. So, I mean. It's I, like
2: a layup in the NBA. <laughs>
1: There is no traveling there No, either. there
0: is not. You just run around till you can score. Yeah,
1: but that one always bothered me, right? Like a race is a race. That makes sense. Any distance, whatever you want to send it to. The long jump, let's see which dummy can jump the furthest. The high jump, let's see what dummy can jump the highest. You know, if we could jump even higher if we had a big stick and we could really fling it. They all make sense. Even the steeplechase, right? You know, sometimes yeah, you're, you're on horse, being, being yeah. chased by a lion and you got to jump over water, right? That makes sense to me. But the, the the triple jump hopping around like an idiot before I actually jump, but it always bothered me. I don't like it.
0: I don't know what to tell you on that one. Yeah. I, I agree. It's kind of a, a strange, strange event. Yeah. Like why it was ever invented as right an Olympic event. I can see okay a hammer throw because back yeah. in the day, I'm sure you used those and yeah. shot puts and javelins and everything else, but. Yeah, a hop, skip, and a jump. Yeah, I
1: don't know. The shot put was always kind of weird. Like all the spinning around, and it doesn't seem like an efficient way to throw something, no matter how heavy it is.
2: I'm sure it evolved, like where they just took a run and then heaved it as far as possible, and then science got involved, and it's like, it probably started off using cannonballs or something. I don't know. Like, I'm thinking
1: Clayton Kershaw could just snap that thing up and snap it behind his ear and probably throw it every bit as far. I mean, he'd throw his arm out because he Kinda can't throw died. more than six innings, whether he's got a perfect game going or not. But,
0: I, Yeah, they're pretty heavy. Yeah. You ever do a shot put? No, no. They're very heavy.
1: No, I have the weird body type. They just had me jumping over stuff. Yeah. I didn't have the patience for the track. A lot of standing around.
0: Yeah, that was always the worst. You know, my kids, uh, my middle daughter was in track, and it was gruesome. Yeah. I mean – Like watching them do the events was fine, but she might be in one at the beginning of the track. Then
1: you got to hang out for six hours before anything else happens. And then
0: maybe she's in another one, but it's not till like the last one or two, and it's like, oh, Oh. this is gruesome. (laughs)
1: And and I came through high school at the time, right when we were making that transition to where men had to wear women's underwear to compete in track, and not so paper shorts? yeah, well, not paper shorts. No. Then I would have been all in. I'd still <laughs> be running track if it was a paper shorts <laughs> event.
0: What do you mean you had to wear women's underwear? Have you ever it's noticed it
1: now? It. They all wear spandex and little shorty shorts and the whole thing. There's no good. Makes
2: you more aerodynamic. Yeah,
1: it's like speedos. I'm not wearing. Well, no, was that even was when actually- I was in shape.
2: That was another thing. worry about
1: something falling out of the bottom of these things.
2: <laughs> no you don't worry about that. <laughs> that anyway, one dude at the combine doing the 40? Yeah. <laughs> Just blow out. And... <laughs> I think they ought to have paper shorts at the combine. I agree. Definitely. You
1: get a true weight on people anyhow. I mean, how heavy can paper shorts be? Exactly. I and can't it, wait. <laughs> the paper shorts mafia. It is. I'm so excited. Going
0: to be a trend going to be the biggest thing since Alice's Restaurant Massacre.
1: You're the commissioner. Required attire at the caveman draft. Required. Paper shorts.
0: <laughs> yeah, that would be awesome. It'll be a
1: paper shorts party.
0: Everybody in paper shorts. And then what
1: we do is the three of us, as the night goes on, judge everybody's character and behavior, and we pick one or two people to elect into the paper shorts mafia. I'm not letting all those animals into it, but – We'll see if there's mafia material out there.
0: Well, if we're judging behavior,
1: well, we get to set the standards for behavior. Yeah, but it,
0: it really narrows it down in that gruesome yeah connection of awful humanity. group of
1: drug addicts and criminals and yeah, yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> it, awful. It
0: is. I mean, I mean, this is the three stalwart members
2: right here in this studio.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm the moral compass of the group. I think clearly.
2: We have the original. Florida man and an international felon, so.
1: Yeah. Florida
2: man. <laughs> the OG. That was fun.
1: OG, triple OG.
0: You know, I actually texted a buddy of mine. He's in North Carolina now, but he was. Where I
1: will be in two weeks, so you guys can do a show, and I will call we in were, high on Larry's Lemonade.
0: We were, uh, you know, in Florida together, and, you know, we still t- stay in touch. It was. uh He's a Florida, he's an original Florida man. He was born and raised there.
1: Can we do at some point I don't know if I want to wait till Christmas, because then we get in the Christmas spirit, but a, a off time drinking show whereby it you're the center of attention and we just tell stories of Rick Briggs past? I probably not. What do you mean, why not? You you like to be an alcoholic. You no. like to bloviate. I mean this the show has got you written all over it.
0: Yes, but I can tell stories, but I, they would have to be fiction.
1: Well, yeah. Or about I mean,
2: hypothetical stories. Yeah.
1: Well, no, yeah. You, you you change the names to protect the identities. I knew a guy when I lived in Florida. His name was Nick Gliggs, and here's what he did.
2: And plausible
1: deniability.
2: Plausible
1: deniability.
2: I say, once he has this uh, surgery and he's all hopped up oh. on painkillers, we feed him a beer or two.
1: Yeah, are you going to get addicted to painkillers? That'd be no. pretty awesome,. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> i tell you what, when I had my knee surgery, I started to find out how a guy could mess around and do it, right? It's just luckily I don't have addiction in my past that I could kind of see it coming, but I was on my third refill of those things. You know, I went into it like every tough. Well, I ain't taking no pain pills. I'm a man. You know, 15 minutes after getting home, I'm like, bring you know, them to me. Bring them to me. <laughs> that I don't see. I I don't
0: believe that for a second.
1: What? What? That I'm not that, addicted to pain pills? No, that oh.
0: you're Mr. Tough Guy, and I wouldn't do that. You get a hangnail and you're well, whining like a little girl. Well,
1: that's the point I'm making. This is what I said going into it, uh, and then my ass didn't uh, hit the chair when so I you got home. Thought you, yeah, were I top. thought it, yes, <laughs> okay. yeah. Most of my life is a delusion of grandeur, right? True. We know this, so right. Walter Mitty all over again. So I'm on my
2: third no chance. He saw it. I don't even know what that <laughs> is. I just Gone. go right that's past.
1: You he heard that? One go over his head. <laughs> so I'm on my third refill of these things. My knee hasn't hurt in six weeks, right? Right? And I'm sitting there and I remember watching TV and I don't remember what I was watching because one Obviously. thing one thing I still had to do every night for like hours was I had this ba- one of those badass ice machines that it starts up like a lawnmower and you <laughs> fire it up and it squeezes real tight and it's about eight below zero. I love that. I love that thing. I did that longer and I had to, too, just because it felt so good. So I'm sitting there and I pop one, follow it with a Coors Light, and I'm sitting there thinking, damn. I didn't need that one. I wanted that one. I got up and dumped them out and said, that, that's enough of that. I could start to feel it coming. I can see how a guy could get hemmed up on those things.
2: Well done noticing it before. Yeah. <laughs> it, just, it was like the lightning bolt. It was like, Dad, Damn. I'm proud of you. <laughs> that,
1: that one was for fun. That, one, that wasn't <laughs> out of necessity. All right, let's get out of here. I'm you tired. You betcha. I'm Thanks tired. for joining us. We're Fligger and Briggs, and y- you're welcome. <laughs> if, if if you had to go out in the streets today and explain to somebody what tonight's show was about, what would you tell them? chaos and disorder i guess that sums it up so hey check out all the show archives if you want to find you think
0: if you think about it
1: okay we are chaos and
0: disorder from the asylum studios that's true that's true let's it's pretty self-explanatory yeah yeah, if anybody out there's really wondering
1: yeah it's not an an act i mean this is just an inability to keep a rational thought just nonsense all day this is this is what we do
2: Exactly. Hey, and if you want
1: if this isn't enough for you, go back to the archives, AsylumFantasysports.com, of course at Chaos and Disorder on Twitter, Chaos and Disorder Pod on Facebook, and email the show, get your questions in, we will answer them. skeezer Party at Hotmail.com. or ChaosAndDisorderPod Pod at Gmail.com. Always muddy in the waters. Until next time. Muddy see Waters. Ya. Take care. I think that ship done sailed a long time ago, there, cowboy.
2: Yeah, it it was all like, oh, your episode's over. Do you want to reconnect?
1: No, mm. no,
2: it's no, uh, we're we're
1: we're going home. I delete that feed 15 minutes after the show's over. Anyhow, the audio quality is it's, horrible. it's not even close.
2: So does it go out live in terrible audio?
1: Yeah, I presume, because huh. I'm just then replaying it.
2: Interesting. But it's, like,
1: really, really compressed. It's, it's bad.
2: Hmm. Well, hasta luego.
1: Bye, horse. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring.
0: A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh?
1: Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino.